Welcome to our Unveiled Faces. I am creator and host, Rosie Leonor, and I'm here to help you find strength and inspiration in your daily spiritual restoration journey with God. I pray that this episode will encourage your faith. Enjoy. Hello, welcome back to another episode of our Unveiled Faces. I am Rosie Leonore, your host, and today I'm excited to bring you my reflection on Acts chapter 17, specifically in verses 3 through 5. This is going to be very, very exciting because I got so inspired with my reflection, my devotional that I had yesterday morning, and I am just so happy that I can share this with you. Now, I do want to apologize in advance for the sound. My microphone was not connected, so please do excuse that. But I hope that you enjoy it, and I pray that it encourages you. Here we go. I'll tell you something. I didn't really notice these verses in the scriptures until today. So let me read them to you. It says, as was his custom, Paul went into the synagogue. This is in verse two. Paul went into the synagogue and on three Sabbath days, he reasoned with them from the scriptures, explaining and proving that the Messiah had to suffer and rise from the dead. This Jesus I am proclaiming to you is the Messiah, he said. Some of the Jews were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a large number of God-fearing Greeks and quite a few prominent women. Ooh. So let me break down the scripture to you in just a few parts. So first of all, the first part in verse 2. So first of all, Paul went into the Jewish synagogue and he preached for three days to Jewish people. But apparently there were also you know, Greeks around him and uh, hearing and prominent women. So prominent women means like they were rich, they were wealthy, they were of high status, right? Um, so there were other people listening, but he went into the synagogue. So clearly, you know, there were Jewish people listening as well. And the amazing thing is that it took three days. Okay, so he preached for three days. He preached for three days. When we want to help someone come to Christ, it doesn't just take a second, a minute. It takes a little time. Okay. It takes a little time. It took him three days. Uh, I can imagine that other times it took longer. <laughs> and sometimes if people were ready, it took a little shorter. That was um, more rare to see, but um, you know, you, you would see that sometimes, but I was like, wow, it took him three days. And to do what? To reason with them. This is point number two. So the amount of time it took three days, to reason with them, this is point number two, he reasons, I, when I think of reason, I think logic, I think use your brain, use your mind, put two and two together, you know, it wasn't just, okay, here's, you know, Jesus rose from the dead, no, it's, let me reason with you why this is true. He reasoned with them, how? Not from his own mind and his own intelligence, he uses reasoning abilities, obviously we see that if you study out the life of Paul, he was a very reasonable guy. He knew he was talking, he was very educated, he knew how to reason with people. So that was a gift. But he also, he, he used this gift, but also guess what he used? He used scriptures. In those days, there were scriptures, Old Testament scriptures, prophecies, such as in Isaiah, for example. There were many prophecies that foretold the coming of Jesus and not just the coming of Jesus, but how it would happen and what it would look like and exactly what was, what was predicted, what was prophesied in those days came true came true there's you can study them out for yourself you can see it 
it's still true. He says, he explained and he proved. He says, explaining in verse three and proving that what? What did he prove? So this is point number three. He proved that the Messiah had to suffer and rise from the dead. He had to prove that Jesus had to suffer and rise from the dead. He had to suffer. He had to go through all he did with the cross, before the cross, his whole ministry, <laughs> traveling from place to place without a home, fasting for those 40 days without food, being tempted by sin, all the things that he went through, he had to suffer. He didn't grow up a rich person. He grew up being a carpenter. He had to suffer, but the suffering was more intense, of course, in those days where he was going to get crucified, especially during the crucifixion. The physical, emotional, and suffering, and even spiritual suffering when he was separated from his father for that time where where he was about to basically die in that moment. If you go through the cross and you'll see it, he was separated for that time because Jesus could not see sin. And he was full of our sin, full of your sin and my sin. And so he said he had to suffer and rise from the dead. And of course, he's preaching the resurrection as well. So he's explaining to them, he's proving, he's reasoning with them that Jesus had to suffer. When we speak to people, when we teach people, that is the core of the message. That is the heart of the message is Jesus suffering and raising from the dead for your sin, for my sin, so that he can cleanse us, so that we can be saved. And then he said, what did he, what did he preach? This Jesus, he says, by the way, who is he? So he preached that he raised this Jesus, this Jesus I am proclaiming to you is the Savior. He's the Messiah. And the end of, the, of verse three, he is the Messiah. Wow. That is the message. And then lastly, last point, look at the, we'll look at the reaction, look at the uh, results of this preaching. Some of the Jews, I want you to, listen to that carefully some of the jews was it a lot of jews no some some even after everything even after all they knew about the scriptures some of the jews you know he was preaching to people with a religious background and so many times people with a religious background can be the hardest of hearts the hardest of hearts so you may encounter people with a religious background who think they're okay they think they're right with god they think oh yeah i believe in jesus i'm good and yet their lives are not in reflection of that at all. And so don't be surprised when you encounter people like that and you're trying to teach them and you're trying to preach to them. Only some are persuaded. But guess what? A large number of God-fearing Greeks. Ooh. So there are some Greeks with a little like, hey, I fear God. They weren't prominent in the scriptures. They weren't, but they had a fear of God. So there was some, something there already, right? There was that fear of God. Amen. So a large number of God-fearing Greeks and quite a few prominent women, influential, I'm talking to the ladies now, influential, prominent, wealthy women, they believed. And they joined Paul and Silas. Wow. Well, and you, know, you can keep reading there, you know, um, in the later scripture, it talks about, you know, the Jewish reaction, the other people who didn't believe and their jealousy and what they tried to do and how they, you know, persecuted Paul and Paul in, in many places in the book of Acts. But I've been reading this book. Um, I, I have finished 
uh, my study of the book of John, and I'm still going back to dig deep into teaching you guys. So I'm not done with the book of John with teaching you guys, but I have been uh, done with the book of John for a little while now, and I have been digging deep into the book of Acts. So I wanted to come for a moment and share that with you this morning. Again, no editing, no filters, nothing, because this is my break week from editing, but I, I had a few minutes to come here before I got my daughter, before she wakes up and before my day starts um, in, the, in this beautiful weekend, this beautiful day we have here. And I wanted to bring the word of God to you and just share with you something that these few amazing points that I learned today. So I hope that this encourages you and I hope this encourages not only your day, but your entire week and that you will understand and that this will help you understand the when you study the Bible with you, when you try to teach people about Jesus, I'm talking to Christian people who hear me, these are the things you're going to encounter. But the heart of the message is Jesus and the resurrection. And it's powerful. Look what it did. Powerful. Powerful. And if you're listening and you're not a Christian or a disciple yet, I want to encourage you with that. I want to encourage you to dig deep into the gospels, going to the book of John, going to the book of Matthew, Luke, Mark. This is where you'll learn about Jesus. And as always, um, if you don't know how to reach me, you can go to my website, ourunveiledfaces.com, and there you can email me. And if you want help with studying the scriptures or you want to know more, you can feel free. Um, ladies, I, I do study the Bible with women, and my husband studies the Bible studies the Bible with men. Um, feel free to reach out to us. We'll be more than happy to help you. I hope you have an amazing week, and I will see you next time.